This is Parent Q Live, brought to you by the team at Parent Q. What is going on, friends and familia? Welcome back to another episode of Parent Q Live. Carlos Whitaker hanging out with you with my co-host. Kristen Ivey. Kristen Ivey, we're talking about being motivated today. We're, we're, yes. we're, I'm just jumping right into it. We like, are. There, there are days where I, I'm, not, I'm not motivated, and the last thing I want to do is try to motivate my kids. My kids, the most unmotivated human beings on planet Earth are my three kids. The yeah, three, three isn't it true there's just times when you're going, it would be so much easier to just do this myself than have to try to motivate <laughs> somebody else to do it? Yes, no, totally. And, you know, I, I think I think as parents, there is a level of motivation. Also, sometimes our motivation maybe turns into like just survival tactics. Just like, you know, like I, I know that I'm, you know, giving my kids maybe some stuff that I don't want anyone else to know is going on in my house. That's more survival. We're not talking about surviving here. We're talking about like, like honest to goodness motivating. So not like when you're begging your children or when you're bribing your children. Bribing, or, yeah. there it is. There, <laughs> yeah. there is the word. I mean, that's it, right? So what, not that you or I have ever done that. Never, no. never, okay. never, 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 not once. Actually, I didn't want to share stories of myself trying to motivate my kids, um, obviously, because I do it so perfectly every time. Yes. I don't even think you, you, you have a story where you failed at that. So yeah. let's, let's not make the listener feel any less than. Right. I mean, I think it would be intimidating. Yeah. So rather than do that, we just thought it would be fun to hear how other parents motivate kids in their own homes. Yeah. And so we asked not the parent, but we asked the kid. Yeah. <laughs> how does your mom or dad motivate you? Oh, but did, did you ask my kids? Please, God, tell me that you didn't. <laughs> I guess you'll find out, Carlos. Okay, okay, okay. Scott, do your homework. Now. I'm not kidding. Nah. Come on, Ashley, you have to get ready. You have to do your work. Like, you only do, like, 20 minutes a week of your work. You have to, like, start getting better at this. I want, don't want to keep asking you every single time. Blah, 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 blah. Please, like, it's so stressful to do it at 9 o'clock at night. You have to get it done. Trust me, I've been through this, and I hate doing the homework at the last minute. You're going to regret it. You have to go do your homework. I don't want to see you on electronics again. You say, Hensley... That is not what I wanted you to do. That is, um, that is a different thing that I, I wanted you to do. You have to do this net now. I've told you a million times that you need to do this. How many times do I have to tell you before you actually do it? You need to do it the first time. I don't, I don't need to ask you five different times, different periods of the day for you to do it. I get paid at the end of the month for $25 for my choice. So she'll be like, you ain't getting that $25 if you don't do it. So, What I love about kids and their answers are they're so, they're, they're just so honest. And uh, there's nothing we can hide in our homes. I, I definitely try to tell all my friends that as their kids are growing up, listen, 
you all your junk is going to get out there at some point. So make sure your your kids are super honest. And our those kids and those answers were really honest and they were really funny. So today we get to have a conversation with somebody who's actually done a lot of research and reading about this concept of motivation and what motivates us as humans, as well as uh, how can we as parents motivate our kids to do some things um, in their life. And so I think you're gonna really enjoy this conversation with Dan Scott. Dan Scott is the lead editor for a children's curriculum resource um, that's used every single week. Before that, he was an educator. Uh, he's been a children's pastor. Dan has been working in this field, in this area of children, um, child development for quite a season. And he's also the father of four kids. And I think, he brings a level not only of expertise, both professionally, but also practically and living this out in his own home. So here's my conversation with Dan Scott. Hey, Dan, thanks so much for being here with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a fun conversation about something that I know is important to every single parent out there, because as yeah. soon as you have a child living in your home, you care a lot about this. Because today yeah. we're talking about motivation. Yeah, So Big let's, topic. Let's start off. Just give us some examples. What are some things in your own home? You have four kids living I in do. your house. What are things you try to motivate your kids about? Like, give me some topics. Yeah, I, so you have the easy ones. Uh, not easy. I mean, none of it's easy. Let's, <laughs> let's just straight up. But, but the easy ones that come to mind are, you know, they're in school. I have a high schooler, oh, yeah. two middle schoolers, an elementary yeah. schooler. We're motivating them to do well, you know, and to right. try do their hardest. Yeah. Do your homework. All of those Study things. Study for your test. Finish that project. Yes, exactly. Uh, next, you know, none of us want to live in squalor. So, <laughs> so we are definitely, uh, going to motivate around some chores around the house. Sure. Clean your room. Yes. Like throw the trash away. Yeah. Maybe take a shower every so <laughs> often. That'd be awesome. Would okay. love for that to happen. Sure. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there's the, the extracurricular activities, you know, depending mm -hmm. on what they do, do they have to practice for it? Do they have to get their gear together so right. they you know i'm not taking care of that but they're taking care of that so many decisions around sports even just the decisions like we were talking about just a minute ago of are they going to stick with this sport yes. and stay motivated to keep trying it or yeah. are they going to choose they're not being motivated an indication that it's oh, time maybe, to get out of it yeah, yeah you just never know um habits mm. You know, you know, which, which, you know, we maybe need to point some fingers at ourselves um, that maybe we are may or may not be motivated to change some things. But can I just tell you one? That this is terrible. But my husband just told me the other day in carpool line, he looked over to see a mom pick her nose and eat it no! in carpool line in carpool oh. line nobody knows who that mom is so i'm not <laughs> shaming anyone specifically but our kids get some habits from us yes they yeah. do <laughs> yes they do uh you know biting nails uh you know whatever they are there there are some sure. habits that we sure. would like to break or encourage sure you know either, like either way absolutely maybe floss yes. we're supposed to do that maybe we don't do it as much as we should <laughs> yeah sure Wash your hands when you go to the bathroom. All those things. Great, yeah. great things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't know, you know, maybe food, you know, maybe uh, at the dinner like table. Eat a vegetable. Eat, like yeah, you haven't had that, one all week. Can yes, we try a vegetable, yes. please? You know, I, you you know, you were joking. Mac and cheese in the South is is totally on the vegetable menu. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. but it's not a vegetable, <laughs> It's still kids. pasta with cheese. Yes. <laughs> Delicious, but not a vegetable. Right. Yeah, right. so maybe, you know, eat healthy. You know, yeah. so those are probably the things that we as parents – 
are hyper focused on, you know, at different times of our lives. But yeah, those are good things to motivate. So when you're trying to motivate your kids around some of these topics, why? I mean, why do you want to motivate your kids to have help, better habits or motivate your kids in sports, motivate your kids to have, you know, cleanliness or yeah. just these kind of things that we choose to motivate our kids toward? Why do we? Well, you know, for us, I mean, we would love for our kids to grow up to be adults who are productive <laughs> in society, mm. you know? Uh, and I think at, at their core, I hope every parent has that end in mind. Sure. But like in the moment, like really you just want your room clean. Their right. room clean. Yeah. You really right. just want the dishes out sure. of the sink and into the dishwasher. Right. I'm tired of stepping on your toys. Yes. I'm tired yeah. of There's too much dog poop in the yard. Right. Please clean it up right now. Right. You know, and I think most of the time our motivation is driven by an immediate need, something mm -hmm. that's urgent that we see, and it's really spur of the moment. Like sure. it's not this something that we think, oh, I want my kid to be this, you know, amazing person. We're mm -hmm. like, no, really, you need to clean up your room right now. Right. And I will do anything to make you do that. Right. And that's where motivation may even become a little unhealthy mm -hmm. because we're just making empty promises or empty threats and we just, you know. It's an interesting there question to think about what motivates you to motivate your kids. Because I run down a list in my head of different motives that I have in different moments yeah. when I'm trying to get my kids to do something because it is so behavior-centered oftentimes. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's going, I want you to act a certain way. I want you to behave a certain way. I want you to perform a certain way. And my motive for that, you know, on my best days, like you said, <laughs> is that long-term yeah. future of my child. Yeah. And then also there's so many sneaky things that get in the way of just thinking, well, I kind of want you to have good grades because it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. I feel like a smarter parent yeah. when I have kids with A's. Yes. yes. Um, and when they perform better on right. the field or in the recital, right. you're like, oh, I'm a good parent. Right. Look at me. I did that. I made that kid happen. And yeah. it's hard sometimes as a parent yeah. to have that moment where you're honest enough with yourself to say, hey, this is not really about you. Mm -hmm. um, why are you motivating your kid to do this in the first place? And yeah. part of it as parents is always that gut check of, yeah. ooh, what is my reason for motivating thought. you right now? Yeah. So once we've kind of done that and put it in perspective for ourselves and we're going, no, I actually want you to take a bath, like you said, because yeah. it is really in your best interest. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? How do you motivate a kid? Yeah, I, that... That to me is probably the question that everyone's asking right now, right. you know, because there are these things that we want them to do. I, you know, geez, I, I don't know. Mm. Right. I mean, I'm just going to be honest because there are just these moments where you're like, I would love for them to be able to have this intrinsic value mm. that being clean is not only better for them, but it's better for the people around them because no one wants to smell that. Like, right. Every, you know, like, <laughs> But they're not even thinking about people outside of themselves right now. They're right. really thinking about them. So, so a lot of times it's, hey, can you shower? Because this right. is what we do. And you try to instill this value of cleanliness. You, you dropped a big word there for a minute. You said intrinsic. Help intrinsic. unpack that. Intrinsic, extrinsic. Those are kind of big words. Those are big words. What is so that, an what intrinsic, if you're intrinsically motivated to do something, you have, that's like a gut feeling that you yourself bring to the table. Like, so it's like you smell your own BO. Yes. And go, hey, I, I, I should, should probably take a, take a shower. Or I'm going to get good grades because I value 
good grades and I value learning and I value my future. That may or may not happen though Mm -hmm. for some kids. So then you need to put on an extrinsic motivation, which is outside. Go with with grades for a minute. What is an extrinsic motivator? If I give you $20 per A on your report (laughs) card, that is an extrinsic motivation to get for you to get good grades. I'm getting good grades for the 20 bucks. Yeah. You have no value learning. Yeah. You have, yeah. You have no inerrant value yourself of getting the good grades. You know, we do this in the church all the time with like, you know, learn your memory verses mm-hmm. or bring your Bible or bring a friend mm-hmm. and you'll get a sticker on the chart. And if you get so many stickers, you get right. something out of the treasure box. get jewels in a crown. But Absolutely. Yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah. Yes, whatever works for you. But, but we do this all the time. Right. You know, this is, it's reward-based motivation. Sure. Or fear-based if you don't want the consequence. Right. That could also be an extrinsic motivator. And our goal as parents, if I'm right, is to take the extrinsic motivators, whether it's fear or reward, whatever the basis is, but to move it to intrinsic, to internal. Yes. At some point in a person's life, Mm -hmm. that's how we survive. Because we need to be self-motivated to do things. Because eventually in life, your, your you don't get a reward. Are, your parents aren't going to be there to pay you twenty bucks. No, for a. Yeah, no, right. No, yeah. So now, how does that work? I mean, how do you take a kid? Say, I've got a three-year-old right now. Like, yeah. go to the base level of a preschooler, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, I'm going. No, I just need you to do this, and I will give you a skittle, and don't tell anyone I gave you a skittle. So <laughs> how do you take someone that you're motivating, maybe extrinsically? We do this with potty training, right? Yeah. Yeah. And shift it so that you're going, nope. Right. Potty training is a great example. I actually did use Skittles for potty training. Yeah. M&Ms, but then you yeah. get to the point where it's going, now you really do want to go because you understand the value of not having a diaper. Yes. Right? Yes. What does that look like? Give me another example. Uh, maybe from your elementary school years, parenting your kids. Yeah. How you would shift from extrinsic to intrinsic motivation. Yeah. So for like chores around the house or things that we would want them to do, uh, it, it became a conversation of, you know, we keep our house clean and you're part of helping us do that. Mm. And so you're passing on this value system. You're passing on, um, yeah, what's the word I'm looking value. Yeah. Yeah. I think family value really is the best way to, to say that this is our goal for a family is that we're going to have a house that's clean. So if mm-hmm. anyone comes over, we're not like scrambling at a moment's notice because like, we want to be hospitable. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or right now, the Ivies, we would say we're trying to eat a little bit better. We're trying to eat yes. a little bit healthier. We as a family we as a are family, doing this. Right? Yes, absolutely. And I think that can, you know, transfer some of that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they may not still want to clean their room. Sure. And so then we have to say, okay, well, let's make a game out of it. Mm. You know, let's make fun. fun. Fun is a motivator for all kids, right? Mm. So all of a sudden you're cleaning your room to a dance party. Right. You're sweeping the floor, you know, with music happening in the background and you're, or there's all sorts of sticks all over the backyard and you're saying whoever can pick up the most sticks gets to be the one to choose the ice cream tonight uh, or the dessert tonight or, or whatever that is. Because you making a game out of these things that, aren't really yeah. fun, let's be honest, does add a little bit of, you know, enjoyment 
to so the process. That brings me to a question because I think of my own kids when you say that and think about, you know, we'll make it a dance party. Um, I, when I try that, but in I don't want to dance. Well, <laughs> there's usually a kid that says, great. Now I can do this as a dance party. And then there's a kid that's like, nah, I don't really care so much. Yeah, about that. Absolutely. I'm still going to sit in the corner because I realize what you're doing here. <laughs> and so how does motivation look different for different personalities, different oh. kids? I mean, yeah, do I all mean, your kids get motivated the same way? No, absolutely not. You know, one definitely has more of a, just an inerrant, they're just Mm self-motivated and others you have to try really, really hard. Isn't that the fun thing as a parent when you have that kid that you're like, look how well I motivated them. (laughs) Yes, really honestly, (laughs) has nothing to do with that. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. Uh, They're just that person. Uh, And, you know, you notice that really quick as soon as, Mm -hmm. even if you have two kids, like you notice it. You know, once they're three, sure. you notice that they're they're motivated differently. Uh, one is a you know just a look of uh, I'm yeah. going to get you, and one is like you actually have to I don't deliver a consequence or, or right. whatever that is. Um, what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> How do you motivate your kids when they're differently? Different. Yes, yes. When the one is sitting in the corner thinking, maybe oh, one this is job motivated is getting by done now. fun, but maybe they're not motivated by fun. What are other ways that you could try to hit, you know, motivate that child? Well, that's when we really have to get to know our kids, mm-hmm. you know, and we really have to know, oh, well, th- honestly, this one's not motivated by fun. They're motivated by time with me. Mm-hmm. So, hey, when we get this job done, we're going to be able to do this thing together mm-hmm. that you really want to do. You want to sit down and play a board game? We, I want to do that too, but we have these other things that we need to get done first Mm -hmm. and then we can do that together, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, uh, the motivation is almost their love language. Mm -hmm. It's sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's definitely a connection there. Some are definitely motivated, more connected to how they receive love. Um, right as we were getting ready for this conversation, I reached out to a friend of ours, mutual friend of ours asking a little bit about motivation. And she reminded me of a book by Daniel Pink Mm -hmm. that was written about motivation called Drive. Yeah. And there were three specific areas that it kind of referenced that are maybe familiar for all kids, no matter where, you know, matter their personality type, whether they're firstborn, middle child, youngest child, Mm -hmm. whether their love language is words or quality time, whether they're an ENFJ or (laughs) three on the Enneagram, whatever they are, they have three common um, commonalities in motivation. And so what are, what are you, some of those when we've talked about some of that before, um, what yeah. are the things that we have in common when it comes to motivating us? Yeah. So the first one uh, would be mastery. So I have learned this skill and now I really know how to do it. I think this for, you know, for school, this is, this is huge. Because I think a lot of our, their lack of motivation is the work that it takes mm. to learn whatever the skill is, whether mm. it's, you know, I have to read this 100-page book and I'm on page two. Mm. It's hard to find motivation knowing there's so much and I'm not great at reading. Right. Or I have to learn this math skill and, it, and it's really hard. But all of a sudden when you say, or when they realize, oh, but I now I know it. Right. And now there's this, oh, I there's this pride or this, you know, in a healthy way, but there's this, oh man, I got this. I remember even as a student in my you know, studies, there were classes that I would naturally be better at mm-hmm. and the ones where I would get A's and I naturally wanted to study more and learn yes. more in those. Whereas yeah. if I was struggling in a class, there is this tendency of, for us to give up, to go, you know yeah. what? 
I can try as hard as I want to try and I'm never going to get to where I feel good about my result. Why even try? Yeah. And that's kind of what mastery is, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And we live in like a strengths based world Mm -hmm. where we really focus on what we're good at to Mm -hmm. become better at that. But there are still things that our kids have to learn because they have to learn them. And to give them that, Hey, you know how you feel about math because you're so good at it. Just imagine what will happen when you're able to write this paper and be able to put your sentences together. Mm -hmm. Like you'll have that same feeling. And so it gives them, it does give them some motivation to do that. And then you're not saying, if you do this paper, I will give you $20. You're saying you're, you're giving it, you're giving the reward as a value. Hey, look, I know it's in the middle of the interview, but we have something we're so excited about. If you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast, well, we have something exciting for you. Parent Q Live is coming to a city near you. This is a night where parents can learn and laugh together. This two-hour unique experience for parents only features engaging communicators like Kristen Ivey, Carlos Whitaker, John Acuff, Reggie Joyner, and so many more. You'll also receive practical resources, and you'll also get to interact with a community to help you redefine how you parent this next year. Whether you realize it or not, what you do every week in a kid's life is making history, and that's why we're coming to a city near you, to help you be more connected, more present, more engaged, more aware, and more confident. For more information, go to tour.parentq.org. Parents, I know this is something you've taught me. I've watched you do this in your own parenting, but you are so good at helping your kids baby step into things. Um, and maybe yeah. there's another way to say that, but no, I think that's measurable true. goals that go, hey, okay, yeah. Long-term. At this age, I'm going to expect that you can do this, and at this age, I'm going to expect that right. you can do that. And that, honestly, expectations on the side of the parents mm. is a, is huge because we could go into a task with the expectation that it will be done in 10 minutes. And, you know, we joked earlier, it could be two hours and not done as well as you want it to be done. And then we're upset, but we should more praise them because of the process. Hey, you did this thing. Right. Like you're on your way. Right. Right. Okay. So mastery was one. Right. Back to our, back to our three things. The next one is autonomy and autonomy is all about right choice Mm -hmm. that, that I bring something to the table. Um, this is why love and logic has worked for some people in the past that we've given these two choices to a child and then they're both outcomes that we want to happen, but it happens on their Give me level. a practical example um, of that. We know that, okay, so, you know, let's say bedtime, you're going to have to brush your teeth and you're going to need to put your clothes out tomorrow. What would you like to do first? Would you like to put, brush your teeth first or would you like to, right. you know, Put your clothes out first. But not, would you like to brush your teeth or no, put your clothes not, out? No, or it's <laughs> both, but we give them a choice of when they want to do it. Yeah, or I've done that even with food. Food was one of our motivators before yeah. of saying, well, okay, but would you like to have a treat, the one you're asking about right now, and then not get this yes. thing in the future? Or are yes. you wanting to hold out and get that, you know, they're both fine, but we can't yeah. have both treats. Yes. Let's choose it together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And autonomy, and my wife is really great at this. Um, she will do like a chore whiteboard, mm-hmm. put your name next to what you want to do. We're all going right. to do these chores together. I have to put my name on the list. She has to put her name on the list. But Saturday, we're getting all this stuff so done. So who gets to put their name on first? 
oh, that's usually the one that's going to have the least amount of motivation to do anything. <laughs> so because everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm going to unload the dishwasher because yeah. that's super easy. I don't want to pick up the dog poop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but then they get a choice in the matter, mm-hmm. uh, but the jobs all still get done. Right. And, you know, that that's autonomy. That's great. Yeah. And that they bring something to the table. What's the third motivator? Third one is passion. And I can see this playing out a lot. And we talked about extracurricular activities and sports mm-hmm. that, you know, I go to work hopefully on my best days and most days because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. To, but there are some tasks that we just have to do when I'm, you know, sludging through email upon email upon email that I'm like, oh, yeah, but I do like this. This puts on the lights in my house and right. I get health insurance and, you know, all yeah. of those things. And so there are extrinsic values, but I really do what I do because I love doing it. And for kids, there is a point where, yeah, they may not love taking out the trash, but they're passionate about our family, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're passionate about our home. Right. And so that is the buy-in. So for sports, if you see that motivation start to dwindle, it could be a sign, oh, you know what? Maybe they don't want to play basketball anymore. Maybe they want to try something else. And and that, and then all of a sudden, like I I look at this with my daughter, Um, she's my second born and it took her five or six different things before she's landed on. I'm a musician and I love it. And I will play guitar all the time and I'll write songs on the piano and I'll record myself and put them on YouTube. But that took, I mean, she's in eighth grade and that took a long time, (laughs) you know, that just happened maybe even just this last year. Which is such a great example. I I love that story because there's this delicate balance as parents that only we can figure out for our children sometimes. I, I think it's so often people are looking in and looking at a snapshot in time with our kid, but you know the long trajectory of your kid's life. And you have to kind of evaluate from activity to activity if you're trying out different activities for them. Okay, where are we trying to develop perseverance and grit and stick with itness Mm -hmm. and keep pushing through? And where are we just pushing? Yes. And there's no reason to keep pushing. It's time to change it. The passion's not there. They're not going to be a professional, you know, baseball player anyway. So (laughs) how we discern that is a very challenging process. And help them discern that. Because, you know, that is one of the things parents bring to the table is a long, longer wisdom, Mm -hmm. you know, a longevity, you know, there where we can say, okay, you're going to do this for this season. Mm -hmm. That's the grit side. Even if it's hard, you're five weeks in and you have five weeks left to go. Hey, why don't we, let's, let's work on our perseverance. Let's stick with it. I think, you know, we'll do that. Um, but then after that, okay. So was that good or not? Like you're always having this, and this goes back to that whole thing about parent expectations on the task at hand. I I love that. That's great. When I think about motivation in, again, when I'm dialed in and being reflective about it, which is (laughs) not how I parent in the moment, really. But when I think about it, I go, really my ultimate motive is to grow a kid who's motivated. Yeah. Who's motivated to be a contributor, who's motivated to give back to the world, who's motivated, you know, to be a good person, to have good habits. Those are the things we're really after. And so somewhere in my reflectiveness as a parent is trying to evaluate, okay, am I motivating you in the moment for my own sake? 
for my own yes. ego, for my yes. <laughs> whatever it is, or really with this long range perspective. Mm-hmm. And if it is that long range perspective, then I have to reevaluate my tactics. Yes. And sometimes kid yes. by kid by kid. Absolutely. Again and again and yeah. again. I'm thinking. And to be honest yeah. with all the kids about that. Yeah. That like, hey, well, he got that because that's what he cares about. Mm-hmm. You don't care about that <laughs> motivation. <laughs> You know, and, right. and you know, so uh, we're always, <laughs> that's the fairness thing. That's yeah. like a mantra in my house. You know what? It's just not going to be fair. It's not going to be fair. I can't yeah. make it fair for all of you. <laughs> that's great. Dan, this is such a fun conversation and I know we need to wrap it up here yeah. at Parent Q. One of the things we try to do is take all these pieces of the conversation. If we were yeah. to distill it down to one thing for our okay. parent listeners yeah. that they could go away and do this week in their own home just yeah. to help motivate their kids. What would you say? What would, what do we need to know about this whole conversation about motivation? Yeah, I think it does. I think it goes back to with something that you just said about the why, you know, we, we don't think long-term usually when mm-hmm. it comes to this because we see a, a dirty room and we want the room clean. And right. so we will just create a motivator immediately on the spot, whether it's a, a consequence like two or Two hours reward. on the iPad, I don't care. Yeah, I just, I just need this room clean right now. As opposed to saying, okay, well, why am I so concerned about the room mm. being clean? Mm. Is this really just something that I have a hang up on, about? Or is my kid just a creative and their room is, all, is never going to be a hotel room? Mm. Like, it's just gonna have some mess to it. And maybe there's, okay, hey, it's crossed the line now, mm. But it's okay that it's not perfectly cleaned up. So I think asking yourself this week, as you find yourself creating a motivation for your, mm-hmm. for your child, wait, why did I just, why was I just really hyper-focused on that? Why did I care so much about that, that I made this threat or I created this reward system? Right. Because I think once we start to identify the moments where we find ourselves creating those motivators, uh, it'll speak to us and we'll be able to say, oh, okay, maybe my expectations are off or maybe I need to reevaluate this whole motivation right. thing. And maybe we have to focus for a season and say, yeah. what's the one thing I really need to make sure yeah. that you're motivated to do in this season Absolutely. Um, or prioritize, you yes, know, it's yes. that like, okay, I might not be able to motivate you to do all the things, but this one this one I'm going to care about. Yeah, I'm going to stay on it. And it's, maybe those are those family that values that we talked about. Right. Yeah. That's great. It's so incredibly insightful. Dan, it's always help, great to have you here on the podcast. I know we didn't actually mention this, but you've been on a preteen project this last year. And so yes. any parent that's listening along, um, if you follow Dan Scott, he's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yep. um, talking a lot about preteens and always one of my favorite people to talk to about child development issues so thank you for being here with us you're welcome thanks for having me and talking about motivation what did i say that was an absolutely incredible and super insightful conversation with dan scott Uh, hopefully you guys got a great a great few takeaways from that conversation Listen, guys, I want to make sure that you guys know about our Parent Q store. We have tons of incredible resources that you guys can pick up there. Uh, you, can, you can get there by heading to theparentq.org as well. Also, all the show notes for this episode will be found at theparentq.org slash episode 80. 
84. That's episode 84. And in there, if you guys are driving and you wanted to find that single ladies devastation video, we will stick that in the show notes as well. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Carlos Enrique Butiquet Guzman, Archibald Cabello. For the rest of the Parent Q team, Kristen Ivy and everybody else, we are so honored and grateful that you guys spent a few minutes with us today. We will see you next time on Parent Q Live. Thanks for joining us on Parent Q Live. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and follow us at Parent Cube.